0: Hi everyone, this is Eric Post, I'm an economist from ITR Economics, and I wanted to give you a quick overview of your third quarter Mahita forecast report. We've had a lot of data points come out since your last report that show the impact of the pandemic and associated su- shutdowns, as well as the supply demand imbalance in the oil market on economic activity. Uh, For industrial production, we had to lower our outlook because of how severe the impact of the shutdowns in particular has been, and also uh, oil prices, which briefly went negative in the second quarter, have been on the industrial sector. We're calling for 11.1% decline in industrial activity in 2020 as a whole relative to 2019, and then about uh, 5% growth, just below 5% growth in 2021 and another uh, just below five percent growth year in 2022. So we do think that there will be a nice bounce back. One of the reasons for that is consumers have actually been able to save a lot of the stimulus payments. We saw savings rates skyrocket um, Disposable personal income actually spiked, uh, which is a remarkable fact given all of the turmoil in the labor market. And all those savings, while they might not be great for right now, certainly uh, you know the government wants people to go out and spend right now. Uh, and there's been a little bit of that, but the savings are really going to help fuel 2021 and 2022 uh, once confidence returns and once uh, the consumer gets out there and is able to get out there more, uh, that's going to have a bunch of positive ripple effects in the economy in 2021 and 2022. So while it's still going to be very tough sledding in the next few quarters, uh, we we do see some light at the end of the tunnel. And I would just remind you to think of 2008-2009, right? Think of how you felt back then it was really, really tough times. Uh, I happen to know um, a family member heavily involved in business um, who re- really was uh, in just acute uh, financial stress um, at, at the bottom of the Great Recession, and has since gone on to have uh, some wonderful years coming out of the Great Recession, and and that's going to be the case here as well. So that's just. Um, Uh, thing to really think about. If I had one piece of advice, it would be this. Think back to the Great Recession and think about what do you wish you had done at the bottom of that cycle, right? Um, To get ready for the growth trend. And you're going to want to start doing those things the closer we get to the bottom of the cycle in early 2021 here um, that we're forecasting for U.S. industrial production. Uh, In terms of the rest of the, The report. Uh, We did have to tweak our non-defense capital goods new orders and material handling equipment new orders forecasts to account for uh, revised data that came out from the Census Bureau. They issued their annual revision since your last report came out, Uh, but you'll see those forecasts are actually relatively similar to what you saw in the last report. On the business-to-business spend side of non-defense capital goods new orders, we're not going to get back to the um, pre-pandemic level by the end of 2022, and the low point is going to be somewhere between the Great Recession low and the 2015-16 low. So it'll be higher than the Great Recession, lower than 2015-16. So that hopefully can help you plan in terms of uh, scale and sizing your business. So uh, on the material handling equipment new order side, we'll be back more to the 2015-16 level. We don't think we're going to go down to Great Recession levels. Uh, One reason for that is that businesses are still going to need to invest in a lot of automation efforts. Uh, One, because that is just a general trend um, as we look to be competitive as a country, uh, given with where labor costs are at, uh, even in a softening labor market, Uh, and also, just for the fact that uh, we're going to need uh, a lot of investments to come as we prepare our production lines for more socially distant uh, production. So there's gonna be some um, cushion there that keeps new orders from going back down to those great recession lows in the material handling space. So kind of a silver lining there, I guess, Uh, but still definitely uh, a tough year for 2020, some bounce back in 2021 and 2022. We actually had to lift our warehouse construction forecast. Uh, that's really coming from e commerce. You may have seen the headlines that Amazon had just a blowout uh, second quarter earnings um, uh, announcement the other day. Um, so, really, we see that space as a continued winner over the next few years. At e commerce, we're still calling for double digit growth in e commerce retail sales for the next three years. So that's really an area of opportunity uh, as we've had to cut back on the person-to-person business, right? more business going online, more shopping going online. Uh, that's creating uh, stress on distribution centers and warehouse construction has had to fill some of that gap. Uh, so that's really on the good side of the, the coin. Uh, North America light vehicle production unfortunately is on the not good side of the coin unprecedented decline in April. Uh, April production was essentially shuttered. Uh, May was down over 80 percent from May of 2019. So really some acute, acute contraction. Uh, We did see the consumer come back out a little bit in June um, on the retail uh, sales side of the auto sector. So um, that is a, a A bit of good news, but we are going to be well below where we were in 2016, 2017, 2018 for the next three years. I'm sure that doesn't come as a surprise to to any of you involved in that sector, uh, but uh, really some tough sledding. At the low point of this cycle, we think that the 12-month moving total is going to be pretty similar to the trough of the Great Recession. Then we'll see some bounce back um, given low interest rates, given the savings rates we've seen of late, but still quite a bit below where we were in those great years of 2016, 2017, 2018. Uh, we also lowered our food production forecast. Uh, the issues, in particular, at the meat processing plants with uh, COVID-19 has, has caused the contraction there to be uh, sharper than we thought, uh, so that is going to be a tough market as well. Um, but I think in terms of what to do, I would t- pay very close attention to the leading indicators. You can get free leading indicator updates from us. Uh, if you just go to our website, itreconomics.com there's a place where you can fill out to get a free leading indicator update. Basically, what we are going to be watching here as, as some of these states reverse their reopenings, uh, how widespread do those reversals get? Uh, Right now there's about 10 states that have taken steps to reverse reopening, does that spread beyond those 10 and do those 10 go deeper than bars and restaurants to other sectors of the economy, more like we saw in April, or does this stay at a relatively um, mild level and are we able to see some of those leading indicator lows hold uh, and put us on track for uh, recovery in most of 2021. So that's going to be a key thing going forward to watch. Again, I would encourage you to think of how can you look forward to that 2021-22 time frame and benefit from that rise, Uh, but in the meantime, certainly keep an especially close eye on your cash position. Make sure you've got enough liquidity to get through this. Uh, It's going to be a a tough couple of quarters to come still, uh, unfortunately, on the economic side. Uh, Anyway, that's all from me. I I hope that uh, you find the report useful, and if you have any questions, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out.